amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Hello. Say what's your name. Maybe we can play a little game. You are listening to Slashing Cast. Or you will be until I get through with these guys. Welcome back, horror fans, to another episode of Slashing Cast, the show that brings you all the latest horror news every single week. We are your hosts. My name is Riley. My name is Nick. And uh, we got a, we got a lot of topics today. We got a lot of topics today. Not a, not a lot of huge topics, but a lot of topics. Yes. You know, last week, there was absolutely nothing. For real. And yeah, last week in horror news, very few and far between. I think one of these spilled over, maybe two spill over into this episode, but by, by a day or two. Yeah, it was quiet. It was a quiet week, yeah. that's for sure. Uh, and then the week before that, I think that was the week before that where we we lost the episode. One of those. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, we, it's good to be back and actually being heard. And we recorded an episode, it just didn't come out. Hello. Yeah, good to be here. Good to be here, indeed. Had some audio issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happens to the best of us. If you're hearing this, then uh, they're fixed. <laughs> we did it. Yeah. We did it. We figured out the problem. Uh, okay, let's start off with a banger. Huh? Evil Dead, the game, brand new update just came out, and it includes quite a few things. Uh, first of all, the big one, Splatter Royale, a brand new game mode in Evil Dead that puts you against 39 other people in a Battle Royale type of game mode where you... Yourself are a demon, killing other demons. Yeah, that's pretty much. I, I mean, it's not. It's. I've only played a little bit so far. I need to definitely get some more time in. But yeah, at the end of the day, it's it's, it's pretty typical battle royale system mm-hmm. uh, that you you know and love. Uh, but inside the world of Evil Dead, and you you know you you can get guns still. You can get melee, and you can go at each other and and kill each other. And there's still some AI deadites out there for you to take on some portals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But one thing that's nice about it is that. The classes that are in Splatter Royale are unique to Splatter Royale. So yes. if you have you know, if you've really tanked up Warrior Ash, it doesn't matter. Yeah, at the end of the day, in Splatter Royale, they're basically just skins and you're picking your class separately. Pretty much. So, yeah. Look how you want to look while playing how you want to play. It doesn't matter who you are, you can be any class. So that's pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I need to get some more time in there, but uh on top of Splatter Royale, the other big one, Ruby. Ruby is officially in the game as Whoa. a survivor. You can play her in Splatter Royale, but she's also a, a new leader. And we already knew she was coming. With you know, this isn't this isn't big news. Now she's available. You can purchase her. She's not free, um, but you can purchase her alongside the outfits and like kind of one big bundle. And it doesn't cost that much. It's not too bad. It's ten dollars. Yeah, that's not too bad. Yeah, 
from the amount you're getting because you get the the new premium outfits like the Jacksonville mm-hmm. outfits, and then of course the outfits for um, you know, Elagos, the new Frozen Elagos. So that's available now as well. Yeah. And there was a whole new patch as well, uh, some balance changes. I, I think they were a little bit shorter than people were anticipating because it has been a while since the last, yeah. most, you know, the last update. Um, but, yeah, a handful of fixes, handful of balance changes, but uh, it's definitely some, some things that I think people want to see reworked. Yeah, the the overall reception, at least from what I've seen on Twitter and Facebook and Reddit, uh, to this whole update has been uh, mostly negative. Well, that's great. Um, I haven't played uh this new update yet um i think they nerfed cheryl even more that makes me sad what do you do um i think they nerfed what i hear they nerfed mia into oblivion who was already not that strong of a character she's okay uh a lot of it comes down to how you work as a team you know like any character be really good if you're taking advantage of the benefits with your teammates right and um yeah so yeah some nerfs some nerfs again but I don't know. Definitely, I want to play some Splatter Royale more because I think that concept has a lot of potential. Yes. So if Evil Dead can pull off a really cool horror battle royale, it's not like the first time we've seen it, like Hunt Showdown, you know, things like that. But this is like a horror IP that is right. now mixed into a battle royale of its own versus just being tossed into Fortnite. I mean, Ash is in Fortnite, but yeah, just saying. Yeah, and the game is also free uh, for PlayStation Plus. Right. Go get it. Yes, yeah, so if you have PlayStation Plus, you can. Played for free now. It's the one of the games of the month. Yeah, get it. Just claim it. You, you don't even have to download it. Just claim it before the uh, before the start of next month, um, and it's yours forever. Indeed, indeed. Uh, but that's even at the game. Uh, we'll see what's next. Probably looks like we're looking at two to three months between updates now, give or take. Mm-hmm. Definitely curious to see what's coming next. Maybe get. I don't even know what you do next, honestly. Ball. Gotta get ball in the mix there somewhere. Yeah, get that new demon in there. Yeah, get a new demon. I was kind of hoping Ruby would come with ball. Right. You know, like they seem like they'd be side by side in a, in a release. Well, but... demons have always been, yeah, demons have always been free. Yeah. So, yeah, surprising that ball didn't come with the 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 update. Yeah, the, and the free portion. The I free, mean, yeah. I think they're what they're doing is looking for a way to bring back players any way they can and help with queue times. Yeah. And having a new game mode could do that. And free on PlayStation Plus. Yeah, to have those go side by side I think is was really important to them. So that makes sense. I get it. Yeah. Hopefully uh, hopefully we can get some uh, more players on there. More the merrier. Yeah. yeah. More the merrier. All right, let's move on to our next topic. Swamp Thing, yet another return of Swamp Thing, confirmed by James Gunn. And James Gunn made a whole update. Did you watch the whole video? No, but I saw it, and I was like, wow. Yeah, I mean, if you're a, a superhero fan, a DC fan, James Gunn, if you were nervous, I think he, you know, may have shut that down a little bit. May have uh, made you feel a little bit more comfortable about what's coming in the, the DCU. Yeah. So, I yeah, his whole video is really interesting, but towards the end of it, he does bring up Swamp Thing. Yet another Swamp Thing movie is happening, and he said this is a much more horrific film, but we'll still have Swamp Thing interact with the other characters within the DCU. So, yeah, it's its own thing. It's going to be a horror movie, at least as far as horror DCU is willing to go. Right. Which I, I think is pretty far now. I mean, you've seen the, the bat, Joker, Batman. I mean, the 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 series is that they, they were making. Yeah, well, yeah, the Swamp Thing mm-hmm. series with Derek Mears, which was good. 
kind of shitty that we didn't get to see it. Yeah, like, I'm surprised. Keep going. I've seen worse things get renewed. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I think if when they cast Swamp Thing, they could keep Derek involved. That'd be nice. I mean, he's so big. Yeah, and he's already done it before. You know, it works. Big, tall, and handsome. And he's uh, good with prosthetics and makeup and yes. whatnot. He's okay with sitting in a chair for a long time to make it happen. Yeah, so he did a great job in the show. Uh, hopefully, hopefully he at least uh, gets asked if he would like to return. Yeah, I hope so. You would think. Right. DC's got some money. Well, yeah, and they're certainly going all in with James Gunn. So yes, we'll see what happens. But uh, the Hollywood Reporter also brought another update on the Swamp Thing the next day that James Mangold, who directed Logan is in talks to direct Swamp Thing. So that'd be pretty cool, man. Yeah. I kind of, I do wish, I of course, Logan's amazing, right? But I do wish that they would go strict all-in horror on Swamp Thing. Get a horror direct, get Sam Raimi or something like that. <laughs> right? Like, like go, go all in. That go. would be epic. Yeah. I, but I understand uh, using somebody who's already had experience kind of inside the world of superheroes. But so does Sam. Now I've seen Remy in my head, and I kind of want to see that. But yeah, I mean, yeah, Logan was fantastic. Uh, get a full fledged out story movie um, with a horror tone for yeah. Swamp Thing. I think that, and then integrate it with you know Logan stood alone. Yeah, but integrating Swamp Thing with the other uh, DCU uh, yeah characters in the future. This is like a good probably five six years away. <laughs> Like, just based on the timeline that James Gunn kind of laid out uh, where they're going with the DCU, I mean, he they made a 10-year plan, a 10-year plan for what the future of DC looks like. Yeah. So, yeah, Swamp Thing, it could be a while, but we'll yeah, see. I don't, yeah. yeah, I'm not seeing any dates here. I was wondering myself, but yeah, I'm not seeing any dates here. Uh, maybe 2025, maybe. I don't know. Uh, just based on the video, assuming the timeline plays out the way he's saying, you, you're talking it's because it was towards the end of where he kind of laid out for us. And that's like that's like seven, eight years. <laughs> you know, well, so, yeah, you need to get your need to get your bigger, uh, more widespread, widely known. Well, uh, yeah, he, he's kicking things off with Superman Legacy, right? So, yeah, I'm curious about that as well. It's it is kind of weird to see everything's kind of hit the reset button in the DCU. Again. Again, right. But if anyone's going to do it right, it'll be it'll be James Gunn. And they're they're doing some unique projects as well. So it's not just the same people we've seen over and over again. Right. And they're going in with a plan. Yeah, an it's actual not, plan. Yeah, it's not Superman and then Batman and oh, let's do Batman versus Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, that was that was where Marvel always kind of was superior. Right. It took 10 years to get to the Avengers, you know. So it took a while. Yeah, it, this this is a good plan. We'll see what happens. I'm, yeah. I, I'm curious because they're hitting the reset button on Batman again, and they're going with the more recent version of Batman where it's uh, Robin as Batman's son. Yes. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. Is that – it's not horror, but isn't it called the Batman 2? Well, they're doing a Batman 2. That, so they have the DCU that would right. be specifically labeled DCU. And then anything that takes place outside of it, they're, like, labeling it separately. Like, it'll be on the poster that's outside of that cinematic universe. So those stories exist in themselves. So Batman 2 is happening, but it is separate from the from DCU. Okay. Yeah. It's a little confusing. Okay. It's, it's going to get confusing. Uh, 
So yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> see what happens. Uh, all right, let's move on to our, our next topic: Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed, the video game that we have not really had a chance to talk about too much on the channel, but we should. Yeah, I wish. But it's an, another asymmetrical multiplayer game, not a horror game, but it's it, it kind of falls in line with the other asymmetrical multiplayer horror games. Yeah, but yeah, it's a. Uh, it's it's kicking out there and it's a lot of fun. Uh, I like I said, I wish we would have covered it because it is a fun game. It's fun to play. Definitely fun with friends as well. Yeah, yeah. If you're looking for something similar yet maybe a little softer, cartoony, yeah, uh, <laughs> away from Evil Dead and Dead by Daylight, you can kind of be a little more casual and have fun in Ghostbuster Spirits Unleashed. Yeah. But a brand new free DLC pack just dropped. It's available right now. It includes a new map, a new ghost, and new fire hall additions. The map is the facility. Initially closed for good in the late 1980s, the facility has been recently purchased by a private investor group who has plans to renovate and reopen it. Unfortunately for them, it's being plagued by ghostly activity, and construction crews refuse to enter this haunted health center. There you go. Imagine the hospital in Dead by Daylight, but not as scary. Yeah. That's what I'd compare it to. That's pretty good, actually. <laughs> That's a pretty good comparison. Yeah. Uh, on top of the new map, the DLC includes the glutton, a, a glutton ghost type, which includes Muncher from Ghostbusters Afterlife. So there's your Ghostbusters Afterlife getting its love, as well as two additional variants. whole bunch of variants across all the ghosts, by the way. There's a lot to unlock in that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Cosmetics as well, uh, which we have here, too, some new ones from the Fire Hall. Includes new character customization options, gear like Belt Gizmo and Disruptor Pylon, along with improvements to gear attachments and more. This includes themed equipment that resembles the gear that appeared in the real Ghostbusters cartoon. If you're into that. Yeah. If you watch the Ghostbusters cartoon. I've seen it. I've seen it. Have you ever watched the Back to the Future cartoon? No. It's not that great, unfortunately. You ever played the Telltale game? <laughs> no, but <laughs> I've bad. seen you play it. Yeah. Yeah, Ghostbusters, is, it's definitely yeah, a fun game. It's different than... Uh, than these asymmetrical horror games that are, that have been coming out and announced, but it, it, yeah, more actiony, cartoony. It's still fun. Yeah, no, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah, there's enough. I mean, and the way that they integrated the the campaign into yeah, I think that's genius. I just playing with your friends. Yeah, playing multiplayer allows you to take steps in. It's not really. It's a campaign, but it's yeah, story mode. Story, a story mode that's playing out. While you progress in multiplayer, right? Yeah, like you need to. Yeah, you play multiplayer. Yeah, to unlock cutscenes. Unlock cutscenes yeah. for the story mode. That's really, really cool and and really well implemented in in Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah, we need or Spirits Unleashed. We need more of that in the asymmetrical multiplayer world. Like, imagine if that was in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Right. When it comes out, and you know, you'd actually play out a whole new story mode of the Slaughter Family. Right. Be pretty wild. Yeah. All right, moving on to our next topic. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, you may have heard of it. It's about to be dropped in theaters, 1,500 theaters nationwide, starting on Wednesday, February 15th, and running through Monday, February 23rd. But, uh, hey, guess what? Started getting a sequel. Can you believe it? Yeah, the, nowadays, <laughs> with sequels being announced before movies even premiere, yeah. Yeah, that shit needs to stop. I don't like it. Like... Let us tell you that we want a sequel, you know? Right, yeah. It's, yeah. I haven't, we haven't seen it. It's not out yet. I don't know if I want a sequel. Yeah, yeah. So, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, uh, before you even knew you wanted it, a sequel's already coming. 
Then it, it came from an announcement from uh, Jagged Edge Productions, who's making this bad boy, and they just dropped a poster. It was uh, a Winnie the Pooh 2 poster, some blood in the two, and it just said, coming soon. So there you go. It's happening. And if you don't know what Winnie the Pooh Blood Honey is about, it is uh, the days of adventures and merriment have come to an end for Christopher Robin. He is now a young man, has left Winnie the Pooh and Piglet to fend for themselves. You believe that as time passes, they start feeling angry and abandoned, and the two become feral. And they get a taste of blood, and next thing you know, they're killing people. Blood is sweeter than honey. Blood is sweet as... <laughs> yeah, that line should make it in. Yeah, uh, Winnie the Pooh entered public domain in 2022. Yep. Um, I think everything except for Tigger is public domain. I believe Tigger still has a couple more years left. 2025. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so an independent uh, independent production company uh, making a horror Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I think this is cool. I'm glad it's happening. Yeah. I'm all in for uh, for independent horror, and, and I'm glad that Winnie the Pooh blood and honey is a thing. Yeah. Never thought I'd say that in my lifetime, but there you go. <laughs> And yeah, uh, it, they also said the director said that it was gonna be. I, I don't know if it's more gore, just as gory, than as Terrifier two, which quite hmm. the claim. And I don't know if I want to see that, but <laughs> hey, you might as well go all in, I guess. We're gonna do this little niche project. Yeah, but yeah, already doing a sequel. Didn't think I'd uh, didn't think I'd see that happen. At least not this soon before the movie even you know premieres. Yeah. But being in 1500 theaters, that's already a testament to it. I mean, good for it. Yeah, Terrifier didn't Terrifier 2 did not start with uh 1500. Yeah, I mean, Terrifier didn't go in theaters at all. So, yeah, you, correct. You know, look at that. Uh Yeah. Hey, speaking of Terrifier, let's move on to our next topic. Terrifier 2 director Damien Leone teases an upcoming horror movie with Sam Raimi. Can you believe that? An original new piece separate from the Terrifier franchise. He recently had an interview with Insider. Damon Leone said, There is an original project I have in development with Ghost House Pictures, which is Sam Raimi's production company. So if that happens, that would be amazing. I'm really hoping that could happen before Terrifier 3, or it might happen right after. We'll see. Uh, and that was basically the confirmation that Terrifier 3 is happening. I think we all fucking knew it was happening. It was like not a surprise. Yeah. It's Sam Raimi's production company, so it's not like directly Sam Raimi. I'm, I'm sure he has a little weight there but yeah I, yeah it's like we're sam raimi I, you, if the, it's sam raimi's working with damien leone that'd be fun i i don't know if i because i think damien leone is incredible at, at special effects mm-hmm. so to if you could combine like sam raimi's storytelling with damien leone special effects i think you got a real winner there for sure but i don't know if that's exactly what's happening here yeah it's not like it's not you know Sam Raimi's Terrifier 3, or Sam Raimi produce, it's Ghost House Pictures presents. Yeah. So, I mean, not directly Sam Raimi, but it's his production yeah. company. Yeah, and, that, and that's not even going to be, for, like, that's for the whatever original project they're working on. Terrifier 3 will continue to be its own thing. I mean, right. well, I don't know. Yeah, that wasn't what he was saying, right? That's the, They're not working with them for Terrifier 3. No, no, no. Yeah, because no. that would be... That'd no. be interesting. I was just saying for because then you put some real money on it. That'd be interesting. That would be interesting for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But original project, yeah, with uh, you know the the mind of Sam Raimi's production company, right? And uh, the the mind of Damien Leone. Yeah, might get something interesting. Yeah, 
Yeah. Like I said, this uh, was like the first real public confirmation that Terrifier 3 is happening. Right. Uh, Damon Leone also talked about that. He said, I'm writing Terrifier 3 as we speak. I definitely want to make at least one more. There may be two to tell this story and tackle all the ideas that I have in my head. Because there's a lot more to explore the with Art the Clown, the Pale Girl, Victoria, and certainly Sienna as our final girl. We will be following her journey to the end of this franchise. So, that's interesting. I, I never really got there. It, it, Terrifier 2 definitely does a lot more storytelling and actually having a, a final girl and characters to care about. Right. I didn't really get there myself. I still wasn't fully invested. That's still its art story at the end of the day. It's still what we're kind of buying into. So I would like to see that explored more in Terrifier 3. Yeah. And he did say in the past that once they, they do Terrifier 3, he wants to kind of go more the route of what All Hallows Eve was and like a little bit darker, more suspenseful versus just absolute gore fest because he can. Right. So, and I think that's the way to go. Like you've, you've done it. You peaked out at Terrifier 2. I, you could go bigger and crazier, sure. But I don't think you need to. Right. Yeah. Go go like an anthology style route, like All Hallows Eve. Yeah. And have art be kind of the mastermind behind things, or art is just a piece of of everything going on. Yeah. I mean, I think that'd be really interesting to see. I mean, yeah, of course, everyone loves art. Yeah. Yeah. David Howard Thornton and keeping that performance going. Yeah, yeah. That's important to see still some of that brutality, but I would like to see the story kind of become the forefront of the of the project. Yes. And, Rely on just art being scary versus just gory. Yeah, brutal. Yeah. yeah. All right, moving on to our next topic. Barbarian producers, Boulder Light Pictures, are developing some new movies with New Line Cinema, all right? So uh, last week, New Line Cinema confirmed that they're working with Dur- Dur- Barbarian director Zach Kreger on their next movie, Weapons, okay? And Boulder Light Pictures has signed a first-look deal now with New Line Cinema. The Hollywood Reporter confirmed this bad boy. They said... Under first look plan, the plan is for Boulder Light to work on high concept filmmaker driven genre stories for New Line. Okay. Yeah, what does that mean? So we want more Barbarian with New Line. <laughs> That's kind of what it felt like. So we're just going to do these yeah. really intense stories um, that are kind of like are similar to projects like Barbarian, but yeah, doing it with a little bit more money is what it feels like. But yeah. That's... Yeah, Barbarian had a had a small budget oh, yeah. comparatively. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, JD Lifshitz and Raphael Margules. I hope I said their names right. I'm sorry, Raphael. Um, they're behind Boulder Light Pictures and the company responsible for genre films including Contracted, Dementia, Renapal, and then of course, like I said, Barbarian. Yeah. If we can get something you know, similar in in suspense and pacing of Barbarian, and just a, I think just we're in originality good shape and originality. Yeah, like Barbarian, whether you love it or hate it, it did something different. Yes, uh, it just allows you to take this what would be a super weird concept that would never get past like, you know, a, a VHS release. Yeah, it, it, it had a theatrical run and it made quite a bit of money. So I want to see more of that. Right. Yeah, it uh, that first act was so well done. Um, could have yeah. been its own short, yeah. uh, horror film. It was it was really well done. Something that yeah, I th- I think about when when going to see movies and looking at different act structures. Uh, yeah, more more similar pacing and uh, and good storytelling like Barbarian and like you said, originality. Is yeah, what we need. Yeah. 
All right, let's move on to our next topic. Willem Dafoe has officially joined the cast of Nosferatu. That's coming from Robert Eggers, who made The Wish, The Lighthouse, and The Northman. Uh, the Lighthouse, of course, uh, would explain his connection to Willem Dafoe there and why he's bringing Willem Dafoe into this remake of the horror classic Nosferatu. Deadline reported this bad boy the other day. Dafoe's role in the Eggers remake, however, is still unknown at this time. But uh, for those wondering, because your brain could instantly be like, he could be Nosferatu. No. No, he's not going to be Nosferatu. Bill Skarsgård is reportedly playing Nosferatu in the movie. So, Yeah, I remember when that was reported. I'm like, yeah, that, that works. That's pretty good. Bill Skarsgård just, he has that look. Yeah, he's just going to keep being... And he's everywhere. Yeah. He's in that movie with the... With the oh that that movie he's in John Wick <laughs> yeah I was gonna say he's uh, in John fucking Wick. John Wick the new John Wick movie yeah that movie that yeah. one movie yeah. uh, never heard of it uh, he he was also in uh, Barbarian yeah yeah he's in Barbarian and he was uh, one of the best parts of Barbarian honestly absolutely yeah um, yeah it's you know something different a reimagining it's gonna be well be I think uh, Nosferatu honestly God if Nosferatu wasn't in SpongeBob nobody in our generation would even know who's Nosferatu is correct yeah like that is a character that has kind of gone to the wayside um, it, it doesn't get mixed in with like your univo- your universal monsters all that often right you don't really hear about it because it's Dracula we're, we're talking about Dracula for the most part yeah Nosferatu is such an important part of cinema especially for the horror genre so mm-hmm. uh, it'd be nice to have a younger audience actually get introduced to it and hopefully in a, in a way that isn't just buried now you got Willem Dafoe attached to it could help yeah for sure good uh, yeah, Deadline reports that Nosferatu is a, quote, in the new reimagining, the pick is a gothic tale of obsession between a haunted young woman in the 19th century Germany and the ancient Transylvania vampire who stalks her, bringing untold horror with him. There you go, Nosferatu. Sounds like Nosferatu. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be really interesting. Uh, they, they're, they're always talking about, you know, bringing universal uh, monster universe yeah building that out well yeah i mean the universal monsters has restarted like eight times yeah but nosferatu does well an actual proper reimagining of the oldest of classic monsters maybe not so much universal monsters but just monsters in general yeah it is it could open a door to bring back those types of movies can we get a uh nosferatu and renfield crossover nick cage as dracula just making fun of uh Bill Skarsgård's Count Orlock. I would love to see Bill Skarsgård and Nicolas Cage on screen together, both playing vampires. That would be lit. Write that down. That'd be funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, let's move on to our next topic. Adam Driver's Dinosaur Movie 65. We talked about it uh, multiple times now on the show, but the most the latest report that we talked about, the, l- the late last time we talked about it, it was getting delayed a week in order to just not compete with Scream 6. Good, good plan. Yeah, great plan. Okay, with well, that plan... Out the fucking door. It is moved back to its original release date of March 10th. This most likely to avoid competing with Shazam, Fury of the Gods. Yeah. Fair enough. I guess Scream Scream 6 is probably a little bit less of a competition than Shazam. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I get it. So, yeah, 65... Uh, for those who don't know, again, starring Adam Driver, it's uh, after a catastrophic crash on an unknown planet, pilot Mills, played by Adam Driver quickly discovers he's actually stranded on Earth 65 million years ago. Now, with only one chance to rescue Mills and the only survivor, Koa, 
must make their way across an unknown terrain riddled with dangerous prehistoric creatures in an epic fight to survive. This one was also uh, being produced by Sam Raimi. So yes. Sam Raimi attached to a dinosaur movie. Yeah, it, uh, it's definitely interesting. We're going to have a busy, uh, busy, busy weekend at that theater. Yeah, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do. Cause, God, man, it's going to mess up my whole life. Yeah. 65 now, coming back March 10th. Hopefully it doesn't hurt Scream 6 too much. Could ruin our chances for Scream 7. No. Yeah. All right, let's move on to our next topic of the day. A huge one, Five Nights at Freddy's. The movie has officially begun production. Can you believe it? I feel like we've been talking about this movie for five years. (laughs) For real. Never thought it was actually going to happen, but it has officially gone into production, and Jason Blum confirmed it by tweeting out a nice image of just, uh, you know, Video Village, and that was it. But, hey, we did it. Day one of filming Day <laughs> has, one. has happened over that Five Nights at Freddy's. And uh, for those that don't know, I mean, I don't know how you can't at this point, but Five Nights at Freddy's is, it was a horror video game where you are the new employee at a Chuck E. Cheese equivalent, <laughs> five at Freddy's, but Chuck E. Cheese, imagine it that way, new employee, and the animatronics are coming to life. And yep. you, you had to avoid them. Yep. Now take that. Take... Uh, What's that movie called with Nicolas Cage? Uh, Willie's Wonderland? Yep. Yeah, Willie's Wonderland, but I imagine there's actually going to be some genuine story, you know, based on the books of Five Nights at Freddy's. Right. And, yeah, name brand. Name brand Willie's Wonderland. <laughs> That's what we got here, Five Pretty Nights much. at Freddy's. That's uh, being directed by Emmy Emma Tammy, who directed The Wind, which, uh, con- not controversial, but you may love it, you may not. But still curious to see what she's going to do with Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. Of course, it, go, it is through Blumhouse. And what's made us actually fondly excited for it was the cast. Because Matthew Lillard, of course, from Scream, 13 Ghosts, Scooby-Doo. We're in Scooby-Doo. Matthew Lillard starring in it alongside Josh Hutcherson, um, who, I mean, Hunger Games, Tragedy Girls, if you want to relate to the horror genre. Yeah. The Bridge to Terabithia. Goaded. Zathura. Goaded. God. You like Zathura? It's fine. Yeah, it's okay. I, I probably loved it as a kid and thought it was the greatest movie of all time. Josh Hutcherson is very punchable in Zathura. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of punchable in Bridge to Cherubithia, too. But that, that movie's sad. Yeah. <sighs> okay, yeah, but Matthew Lord and Josh Hutcherson are starring in Five Nights at Freddy's, so that's exciting. Yeah. I'm glad they're getting some love still. Um, but yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's officially in production. Coming soon. Let's go. Let's move on to our next topic. Chucky Season 2 is officially on Blu-ray as of March 28th, okay? Blu-ray and DVD, Chucky Season 2. It will have some deleted scenes on it, so if you want some exclusive, you know, behind the scenes and deleted scenes, you can scoop up Chucky Season 2 on Blu-ray March 28th. Yeah. And of course, Season 3 coming later this year. I didn't think I needed it, but the deleted scenes, they might be worth it. Yeah. Depends on how cool they are. I think I'm just going to wait till a, a set comes out. That will definitely happen. Yeah. At was... the conclusion of the series. So yeah, I'll maybe. Just, I'll just wait till then. Yeah. I'm not dying to have physical media of a TV series till it's a complete set. Same. You know? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. That's Chucky Season 2. Uh, moving on to the next topic The Exorcist, the reboot coming from David Gordon Green. Last time we talked about it, people were sick. Well, no, we assumed. They yeah. shut down production, figured it was COVID. We just knew it was health reasons. Yes. 
but assumed it was COVID. They are officially back in production. And uh, Deadline reports that they also had a casting change. Lydia Jewett, hope I'm saying that right, um, from Netflix Nightbooks, which I enjoyed, by the way. Um, she has uh, joined the cast. That's good. It's good that the movie, you know, isn't super cursed. Just a little. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's not too late. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is... It's people haven't people have time to die still. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very true. And yeah, uh, The Exorcist is another one of those that is getting sequels before we even know it's good. A planned trilogy yeah. by David Gordon Green. Remember the last planned trilogy from David Gordon Green? What happened? It's the greatest three films I ever saw in my entire <laughs> life. I, you know, it's funny. The more I talk about like Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends, put such a bad taste in my mouth that I kind of feel like I hate Halloween 2018 as well. But I, I don't. I know I like that movie. Yeah. But it's just, I, I don't know. I, look, I see that version of Michael now, and it like it's tainted. It's weird. <laughs> but yeah, The Exorcist, the first in the brand new trilogy, will be in theaters October 13th of this year. Friday the 13th. At least that's the plan. At least that's the plan. Hopefully there's no more delays on, on the production. Hopefully nobody gets sick. No more COVID. But how are they casting at this point in production? Did they do like a rewrite? Like, did, did they figure that this character's scenes were not needed until later so they could wait on production or for casting? I don't know. All right, let's move on to our last, I wouldn't even call it a topic, just the last little statement of this episode. Actor Stuntman and, of course, famously known as Michael Myers performer George P. Wilbur has passed away at the age of 81 years old. At least he had a nice long life. Yeah, I didn't realize he was eighty-one years old. Yeah, he's done a lot. His, yeah, I was looking through his resume when uh when I heard he passed away, and yeah, he's quite the stunt career. Absolutely. Yeah, I think he's in the stuntman hall of fame. I would hope so. I believe he is. Yeah, George P. Wilbur, uh, of course, played Michael in Halloween Four and Halloween Six, and I never got to meet George. No, never had the pleasure, which is uh, now. It really bumps me out because he's gone. Gone too soon. Yeah, and people are posting uh, on Facebook and convention groups and something. Nicest guy. Yeah. Nicest guy they've ever met. Yeah, Sean Clark made a big post about him. Yeah. I saw that was, was like, damn, now I, he makes me even more upset that I never got to meet him. Yeah. I, yeah. And and something crazy, you know, Family Guy is yeah. so out there. Mm-hmm. They did an episode where they... <laughs> Basically said that Tom Tucker, the news reporter on Family Guy, yeah, real name, real identity is George P. Wilbur. Yeah, of all the people they yeah. could have done in all the movies and anything, <laughs> yeah, they chose George P. Wilbur. Yeah, I don't. I want to know why that joke ever happened on Family Guy, where they brought in Michael in Halloween Four. Actually, had that in Family Guy. Yeah, and referenced George P. Wilbur. I don't know, but it's like he must have been a friend with somebody, Seth MacFarlane yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, he has passed away. So uh, may he rest in peace, George P. Wilbur. Uh, definitely leaving a lot of uh, a lot of fans behind. I'll tell you that much. Definitely sure. got people that aren't going to forget you, and you will be always remembered in that uh, Family Guy clip. So at least even the ones who aren't horror fans are going to know who George P. Wilbur is. I saw a few posts on Twitter uh, this week of you know. Rest in peace, Tom Tucker, posting yeah. the clip, stuff like that. So yeah. that's yeah. Th- I mean, that's nice having you know, non-horror fans t- tweet about George P. Wilbur. Yeah. In any way. Yeah, it's nice. 
Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to wrap this episode of Slash and Cast. Make sure you're following wherever you're listening so you don't miss news for next week and all future horror news. Follow us uh, on social media at Slash Cast, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Uh, and leave a review wherever you're listening. I think that's everything. Anything else? No, I don't think so. All right. Well, then, with that, as always, thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.